Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi everyone, I'm Steve and I'd like to welcome you all to this Coach House Beacon. Have you ever read the scripture and misunderstood what it meant? It's surprisingly easy to do, especially when you're a young Christian and your overall Bible knowledge is limited. It's also easy to do when you don't have enough fellowship with older Christians who will correct you. As a young Christian, I had a moment when I made quite a basic error. It wasn't so much an error in theology, and it actually encouraged me for a time, but on reflection, I realised I was probably wrong. This is what I read in the book of Isaiah, chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Now, you have to understand that at the time I was quite keen on trains. I travelled on them whenever and wherever I could. I took photos of them. And, I confess, I also wrote down the numbers. I even had a model railway at one time, and I was quite excited at the prospect of getting to ride on a train that many others wouldn't. Maybe God would even let me drive this train. You see, my misunderstanding came from not appreciating that there's more than one meaning to the word train. The picture I had in my head was wrong. But the problem is that once you have an idea in your head, it can be hard to get out. You might wonder how on earth I could have had such a crazy idea. That is, blindingly obvious that I was wrong. Surely this is such a bizarre idea that I couldn't really have seriously believed this was true. Well, clearly this is an obvious error which was thankfully quickly corrected. The train that was being referred to was the extended hem of God's robe. In fact, other translations, but sadly not the one that I had, actually add the word of his robe to avoid readers making the mistake that I did. Today, we are more familiar with this sort of train being part of a bride's dress. But in Isaiah's time, it was much more a part of a king's robe. Cloth was not cheap in those days, especially the high quality cloth used in royal robes. And to use so much of it in one garment indicated the wealth and importance of the wearer. Here, Isaiah is picturing God with a train so large that it fills the temple. His readers would have been quite aware of the size of the earthly temple and could therefore <clears throat> imagine just how magnificent this garment truly was. It is impossible with our limited understanding to comprehend the fullness of God. So God helps us out sometimes by describing himself in limited ways so that we can just about understand. In this case, the picture of the train of his robe visualise it so massively greater than anything that would have ever been seen on an earthly king. It is shown like this to express God's indescribable glory 
his wealth and his power. Although this picture is considerably less than the reality of God's power, it does convey an awesome truth about God's greatness. Now it also reminds us of God's healing power. You see, there's another time in scripture which involved the hem of God's robe. In this case, the robe belonged to Jesus, and this story can be found in the Gospel of Luke. As Jesus went out, he was surrounded by the crowd. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it, and Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt the power go out from me. When the woman realised that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of Jesus. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. The woman in this story was desperate and she knew that she needed to be close to Jesus. So close, in fact, that she could touch the hem of his robe. The robe itself did not hold any special power, as Jesus explained. It was the faith of the woman that made her well. But that faith required her to get close to Jesus. Our faith is no different. We may not be suffering with constant bleeding, like the woman was, but as long as we remain away from Jesus, our sin is bleeding the life out of us. To have any hope of spending eternity with God, we must walk closely enough with Jesus so that we can touch the hem of his garments. Whilst we are still here on earth, we will be subject to the temptations and failings. We will still do things wrong. There'll be days when we let God down, but there will never be a day when God cannot forgive us. We have the assurance through Jesus that we will one day be in the presence of God the Father and be able to touch the train of his robe. Once in his presence, our healing will be complete. No more pain, no more sorrow, no more sin. Now, although this is not related to the scripture in Isaiah, there is a musical tr tradition amongst African Americans that mixes the message of the gospel with trains. In the late 1800s, Many African Americans embraced the good news about Jesus, and at the same time, they also saw that the newly constructed railroads offered an opportunity to ride to the big cities, and hopefully to a better life. These two ideas, of a better life now, and a better life in eternity, gave rise to many songs, one of which was called This Train. Although its origin is uncertain, we do know that it was first recorded in 1922, and by 1939 it had become a hit for a gospel singer called Sister Rosetta Tharp. <laughs> 
although it's now been recorded by at least 40 other artists since. This song opens with the lines, This train is bound for glory, and then says, If you ride it, you must be holy. The singer was telling people that it was possible for anybody to join the train. But later verses tell us that there are some people who can't ride this train. No liars, no gamblers, no hypocrites, no rustlers, no hustlers. The song was a simple way of teaching people that there were a number of popular vices that were prevalent at the time and that if you wanted to get to heaven, you should avoid them. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be getting on the train to heaven. There are many more sins than just these ones listed. Now this ticket to ride on this train is only available from Jesus. It's only available if you are close enough to touch the hem of his robe. I expect God found it quite funny that I should have misunderstood the scripture in the way that I did. Perhaps when I get to heaven I will find that God has indeed set aside a heavenly train just for my use. Or maybe my heavenly dwelling will be shaped like an old railway carriage. Hmm. Well, probably not. But one thing I do know is that I can ride the gospel train all the way. It's a fantastic journey. And I'd like it very much if you'd join me for the ride. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.